Today on Straight Talk, I'm pleased to welcome Dean Mercado, the CEO of Online Marketing Muscle. You may know Dean. He's famous for helping people succeed in business. Right, Dean? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> well, welcome <laughs> yeah. to the program. Thanks so much, Jeff. I'm glad to be here once again. You know, Dean, we're starting a new year, 2024. And yes. with that often comes reflections of how we did this past year and what to do next. So much like a New right. Year's resolution, I think that business owners sometimes rethink their competitive strategies this time of year. So, Dean, I love our topic today. It's called How to Get Your Year in Gear. That's pretty cool. <laughs> Thank you. I agree. And yes, this happens to be one of my favorite times, times of year for many reasons. And one of them is the natural checkpoint that it provides us in business that most of us feel almost obligated to stop for a second, take a breath and, and check in. How are we doing here? What's going on? So I don't typically operate my business that way, but I do with a lot of clients. I notice they do. So taking a full advantage of that, that's a good thing. So this is the time of year for you to really, at a minimum, check in and saying, what's going on here? So when we talk about getting your year in gear, it's virtually impossible to get your year in gear unless you know where you've been, right? If you fail to understand the history, you're doomed to repeat it, as was once said. Same thing. So if you are thrilled with where you are, yeah, maybe you keep doing more of the same. But most of us, I find there's something bothering us. There's something plaguing us. There's something that could be tweaked up, right? So first thing I would always suggest is we got to go backwards. We got to look. How did we do this year? What went well? What didn't go so well? We call those, we call those lessons learned, right? If you Take just a few minutes, and this is what I suggest to my clients many times. Just give me 15 minutes and just get a blank piece of paper and write down all your breakthroughs. What happened great this year? Right? Because why? Because we want to repeat good things like those. We want more of those breakthroughs. And then on the flip side of that page, what are the breakdowns? What didn't work so well? Was revenue where it needed to be? Was sales where it needed to be? Was this revenue stream underperforming? Uh, was it hard to find staff? Or, uh, did we have a lot of staff leave us this year? Whatever those things are, jot it down, right? So that we can analyze and figure out what do we do about it? How do we improve it so that we don't repeat the things we don't want to see repeated? So, And this is a, a big piece, Jeff, that most people skip. And they think because they thought about it for two seconds in their head that that's proper reflection. And I'm telling you, folks, this is there's gold in here, in your head, not mine. There's gold in your head. You need to learn how to tap that. Tap into that. Learn from yourself. Learn from your experiences. That's going to tell you a lot. And some of you listening are brand new. And some of you have been around 25, 30 years. Think about it. And you have each other as well. That's one thing I love about this industry, a lot of interaction between business owners, and that's phenomenal. So we take a step back with this lessons learned and reflection so that we could take 10 forward. That's the intention, right? So we do a lessons learned exercise. Then I challenge you to take another stride in the reflection process. I want you to analyze and look at what are you tolerating? We call, these, we call this a tolerations exercise. What did you tolerate 
2023 that didn't serve you, didn't make you happy, didn't improve the bottom line. You tolerated this employee. You tolerated this underperforming revenue stream. You tolerated this amount of bad clients that really just made life miserable for your customer service team. Think about it. What did you tolerate? And what are you willing to do about it? Right? We call tolerations energy vampires. They just bleed you constantly. And you have to determine, is that the kind of business you really want? And why would somebody want to come work for you if that's the case? <laughs> Who wants to come work for you in, your, in a customer service or even a, a field person? Why would they come work for you if they know that you have a breakdown or you tolerate bad clients, clients that are abusive, clients that are whatever, that don't resonate with maybe your real true core values? So I always say, and there's more and more that you could do in a reflection process, but at a minimum, look back at your lessons learned. Look back at what you're tolerating. And that should give us a platform now to work off of as we look forward now, right? So we don't end up doing the same thing. And that's what happens to most of us because we don't stop long enough to think. We end up repeating what we were doing yesterday. And then the next day, oh, I'll get to that reflecting and planning at some point. Next thing you know, it's the end of the first quarter. Nothing's changed, right? Now, what's going to change for you is you're going to start noticing that maybe business isn't doing status quo anymore. The technologies that are coming down the pipeline, right? The intelligence of these newer business owners coming up, growing up, knowing these technologies, living in these technologies, and here, here are us old school folks saying, wait a minute, what's going on? You know, how is that that they go from zero to this that quickly? Right? So, yes, this is the time to look at that and say, what needs to happen? Does this make sense so far? It does. And I like that because uh, we often think of how what we do and we think I'll just make it a little bit better or, or I'll fix it when maybe we should adjust and change things. And it takes right. honest reflection on how 23 went, 2023, to make 24 a better year. You have to be honest with yourself. So, Dean, that's that's good stuff. Yeah. You mentioned some things that we might uh, have been doing that don't work and maybe to get rid of those. Is now the time to think about maybe new products, new services that we might offer? Or is there a short good answer? That? Yeah, short answer is absolutely. Mm -hmm. Right? It's something you should always be considering. Things do change. Technologies enter the scene, new products enter the scene, uh, desires of your target market change over time. Things in their life may have gotten harder or easier depending on everything happening around us in our culture. So we should always be looking to understand our target market, where their true pain is, and determine whether or not our products and services really do solve those problems, right? So just because you've always done something a certain way doesn't mean you should continue doing that and doing that forever. So, yes, you should be analyzing. And that becomes part of this, the second big piece of this, which is reflection and then planning. You know, for me, I look at every revenue stream, each of my profit centers or revenue streams, as I call them, and I'll look based on what I thought should have happened there. How did we do? Did those revenue streams underperform, overperform? Why? Why not? How do I know? 
How do I ensure that a, a revenue stream that did well continues to do well? What trends are going on there? To quote the great hockey player Wayne Gretzky used to say, I, I go to where the puck is going, not where it's been, right? That's what made him so great. And I'm, I'm calling all of you out to do the same in your business. Don't go to where the puck was. Go to where the puck is going in 2024. 2023, as I've mentioned in previous podcasts, was a very tumultuous year. We saw a lot of really bizarre things happen. And that's because of an uncertainty is a big piece of that. And unwillingness to adopt and adapt technologies that are coming down the pipe. You know, in business, yeah, there are certain, there's something to be said about old school. Definitely. And what, what was once old will become new again. It just will be done differently. It won't be the same way. But those same characteristics of personal relationships are going to happen and continue to happen in business. So yeah, keep working on that stuff, but you got to know how to apply those in modern day. So as you look at your planning, one thing I'll always suggest, and this gets a little technical, a SWOT analysis. If you don't know what a SWOT analysis, S-W-O-T, I didn't make it up. This stuff I learned when I was getting my master's degree, and it applies more today to me than it ever did. In, in college, I looked at it like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Now that I'm a business owner myself of a few decades, I look back, absolutely. I need to know what my strengths truly are. And sometimes I need to get a little coaching on that because what I think of my strengths may not be, right? Then there's my weaknesses. And again, sometimes I get a little help on that because what I see as my weaknesses may not be and what I don't see, my blind spots, others might be able to point out for me. Hey, look, you need to be here or here or here. And then there's opportunities and threats. The big one, the, oh, the opportunities. You need to look at what opportunities are being presented to you in 2024. Jeff, you and I have talked about AI a couple of times. Come on, folks. Huge opportunity. How are you leveraging that? Right? How are you fitting that into what you're planning to, to roll out in 2024? Same with threats. There's a lot of threats that are being uh, posed to you these days. And a lot of that, if we stay pigheaded in our way of way we used to do things and still expect the same results, good luck. I don't know what to tell you there. It's unfortunate. You really need to open up a little bit and say, okay, what am I missing here? What's possible? What, what can open up for us? if we learn to adopt and adapt certain things into our business. So, but also realize, never lose sight. And, and as much as I'm a digital guy, I'm an old-fashioned guy in a lot of ways too. Don't lose sight of people because nothing happens in business without people, period. Whether it's your employees, your clients, whomever, any stakeholder in your business. So don't, don't lose your core. You know, the things that make you the, the great person you are. But be open to possibility. Let that work its way into your planning this year. And one suggestion on your planning, a big suggestion. Don't plan so far out that, that there's no way you're going to accomplish what that is. What I suggest and what I, when I work with my clients, we work in 90-day sprints. 
right? We sprint for 90 days. We have three big things in mind that we're going to accomplish in those, those 90 days. And we go at them and we accomplish them. It's not like setting goals for the end of 2024 that you forgot to even look at them. Now you're in the late December 2024 and you're saying to yourself, we didn't reach those. Oh, we'll do them next year. Well, we didn't have such a good year. Well, I wonder why. Right? So planning and executing in shorter sprints, it positions you to better accomplish those things that you're saying you want. Because too many distractions are going to come your way, especially in 2024. There's a lot going on. We, we're stepping into an election year. More distraction. You know, there's distraction everywhere. And let's face it, we all have shortened attention spans. Give yourself respect by understanding that there's a lot of things vying for your attention. So understand that if you run... With a shorter sprint, you stand a much better chance of accomplishing what it is you want to accomplish. And here's the good part. By the end of 2024, if every 90 days you accomplish those three big things that you were going after, that's 12 big things that you nailed in 2024 that you likely would not have if you were focused too far down the road, which is what too many people do. They set these crazy lofty goals at this time of year based on what? Based on, oh, I'd love to have this. I'd love to have a, an eight-figure business. I'd love to have a seven-figure, whatever that is. I'll always say, do you know what it takes to run an eight-figure business? Have you ever run one? Do you know anybody who's ever run one? Uh, do you have any idea what you're asking for? Do you have any idea of how to create that? Right? So whatever it is, reflect, plan. And as you're executing, running these smaller sprints, and I think you're going to, you're doing yourself a, a big time service by allowing yourself the chance to win in this game. And I think that's really important, right? We want to not only survive, but we want to thrive a little bit. You know, I always say you put good money in a good person's hands, they're going to do good things on this planet. You know, the fact that you're listening to Jeff on a regular basis tells me you're probably a good person, right? And so if we put more good money in your hands, chances are you're going to do good things on this planet with that money. That's a good thing for us. It makes me feel good. How about you, Jeff? It does. And I love your thoughts about the sprinting. I think I think of bite-sized projects, things you yes. can get done because we do. We set so many goals, some lofty goals, and maybe never get to it. So we covered a lot of good information here, Dean. My last question might be this. If someone were to say, what would Dean suggest would be my sprint goals, first ones, the first quarter of 24, what comes to mind when you think about that? Well, I'm always of the school that when it comes to business, you're better off being a great marketing person or great at marketing and just good at what you do or the service you provide. Rather than the opposite, where you're just eh, okay at marketing and you're great at providing the service you provide. And I say that because when you're great at the service you provide, but you stink at marketing, you end up becoming what we call the best kept secret. And you end up with not enough business and you end up going away pretty quickly, fading away into the, you know, the yonder, the blue yonder there. That this is what happens. 
So I would say whatever it is, a higher emphasis in that first quarter on marketing and sales. Set up your year. Set up the entire year. I would say that your branding is going to play a huge part in 2024, strengthening that brand up so that people understand that when it comes to choosing somebody who does what you do, you're the only obvious choice. You're the best. You know, and now here I'll date myself a little bit, Jeff, and you may resonate with this. I came out of big IT back in the late 80s, early 90s, right? And there was a saying, and it was, no one ever got fired for buying an IBM. I came out of IT. So IBM was like the first personal computers that were coming out, and they were the best company. So if you were ever in a pinch and, were, and you were being asked to order computers, it was like, oh, just buy the IBMs. This way, if something goes wrong, you say, hey, I bought the best. What do you expect? It wasn't me. I bought the best computers that exist, right? Give yourself that service as well. Understand that for yourself. You know, give yourself your best. Choose the best. And when you're strengthening your brand, you know, think that that's, people are going to prejudge. And you want to make sure that you strengthen that brand up so that as they do, they're thinking of you. That's what we want to accomplish. So yes, marketing would lead its way right to the forefront. And I'll, I'll dovetail that with sales. Most, and I've been coaching a lot of people coming out of the Vegas event too. A lot of coaching has been going on. And I'll tell you, big breakdown. People are afraid to sell. They're afraid to sell. It's like, if you truly believe what you have is a good service, you know, don't be afraid to share it with people. Tell them. Contact, find your list of suspects. A suspect is somebody who might be interested in what you offer, right? But they haven't yet raised their hand and said, please sell to me. Get that list of suspects down. Focus on building a strategy for your sales process. Get a little bit more strategic and less tactical. Stop sitting back waiting for the phone to ring. Maybe somebody will call me today and look to buy what I offer. Yeah, you could do that. But now, again, you're setting yourself up for what we call the roller coaster ride. Things will get good, then things get not so good, and then good and not so good because we're not constantly prospecting. 2024, be in sales mode the entire year. And then talk to me at the end of the year and let me know how well it went for you. Because if you focus on marketing and sales, you're going to have a different business, much better business, right? Sales tends to solve a lot of your problems right? Sales drives revenue, right? Most problems we're hearing are typically revenue issues. I don't have enough money to hire somebody to do that. I don't have the cash flow to do this. You know, I, I really love that new equipment I saw from XYZ company at the, at the big Vegas event. I can't afford it though. You know, well, how about we work on putting you in a position so you can afford it and you could change your stars that way. Sales and marketing will start that process for you. So get great at that would be what I'd say. Come out of the gate, marketing and sales. Good words. So we'll see what happens and we'll uh, check in every month, Dean, with more tips for those watching, those who need help, those who want to succeed. Thank you.